0: discussing season four episode six bender should not be allowed on television my name is michelle berlingame with me are tommy roulette how's it going and pete woodward that's me joining us today is nick McInnes. hello how's it
1: going just great Uh, this is interesting
2: you were a uh you know there's no there's no shame or judgment with this but a fabulously last minute guest this week. Yay. Right. So I literally right. know nothing about you other than that you just moved in
3: as <laughs> Michelle's new <dear> roommate. <laughs> well, it's better than just finding a random person on the street. <laughs> well, sometimes that might work too.
0: We were sitting on the couch last night and then I was texting with Pete and then I just looked over to Nick and I was like, hey, you want to be on the podcast tomorrow? And then I made you watch the episode like right there.
2: Like, I did. I, Go do this twice. Twice actually. Take notes, <laughs> uh, and we did rescue Tom from the clutches of the Illuminati brothers. It took about a third of BB's Halloween candy haul, but uh, he's back. Yeah, quid pro quo. We're I have working. no memory of what happened. Sounds like you have amnesia. I, I <laughs> An might have amnesia. Explosive case of amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Um, I uh, I really liked this episode. There's a lot of funny stuff in it. Like, it was solid.
3: Starting with a remixed version of the theme song that's better than the one you did, Tom. It's uh, John (laughs) DiMaggio and uh, Billy West just, like, beatboxing and doing the voices. And why did
0: they do that? I don't know. I don't know. It's just that one episode. It's the only one that, that goes that way. No,
3: there's another episode that we just, that we did a while back that had, like, a beatbox. Was it? Um, Did it? Different, and I think we all talked about how we it was stupid, and there was no yeah, reason uh, to do it. Zoidberg. But, yeah, with the Zoidberg. Zoidberg. Zoidberg.
0: Zoidberg. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, okay.
3: It was beautiful. <laughs> um, a lot of this. This was also broadcast like right towards the end of the series. Like they knew really? that they were canceled Yeah. I mean, oh. it was production order wise. It was earlier, but.
2: I, you know, what? I have a question about that, and I, I'll. I don't know whether to bring it up now or later. I'm going to bring it up now. Have it now and later and think about it. <laughs> well, uh, so one thing that I've noticed, especially in this last little run of episodes, and then we've been uh, you know, intermittently talking about the Worlds of Tomorrow game, and then they did the Radiorama thing to promote the Worlds of Tomorrow game. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the the references that are getting made in those new properties, like the video game and the podcast and things like that, they all kind of hit this sweet spot of stuff around the fourth season. Now, I don't know if it's because I don't know the references that are coming out of the later seasons or the movies, but is this widely regarded as sort of like the apex of the thing? And then everything else just, I mean, it's like fine, but it tapers off or we, like, we are we in the the golden
3: age of I would, Futurama? I would say yes, because there are a lot of good episodes in this
1: uh, yeah, season. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah.
3: far, I mean, it's been completely solid, uh, but... I don't know like there I think there's a lot of the inside you know jokes that a lot of people will right. recite and things like that come from probably episodes in this, yeah season um, even though i mean a lot of things that i think about are in a lot of these and then i'm like watching i'm like oh yeah that's this is the episode that's in
0: well
2: even radio rama the entire plot was almost an extension of this one where bender yeah, it was, was like
0: the part two of this episode oh yeah, where yeah. they, yeah. they yeah. reference bender being antonio calculon jr
2: yeah i mm-hmm. had no idea that just a few short weeks after yeah. hearing it i'd be like oh <laughs> now i know now i know what they're talking now about. i get it <laughs> it's all it's all jumbled up in my head because we had a delay in recording, and then there's, like, all these other bonus episodes we've been putting out. I
3: don't even know what day it is. Uh, I know it's November now. Okay. I that know that my sucks.
0: birthday was yesterday. Oh,
3: yes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you... So it'll be, uh, it, like, a week a week and a day ago when people hear this.
0: Yeah.
2: And you're, you're still not 30.
3: Or two nope. days.
0: <laughs> 29.
2: <laughs> oh.
3: So, wait. Before we get into the episode, what exactly is your uh, relationship with Futurama? Oh.
1: Uh, Well, I've been a kind of a uh, back and forth between like a diehard, avid burnout fan (laughs) and, uh, you know, more of a passive, oh, man, I can't believe I missed out on a whole season, you know, sort of fan. Um, So, yeah, it's a big spurt sort of uh, interest for me, but uh, I I love to point out all the, I love to look at all the writing of it, all the continuity. It's just amazing. Yeah, it's,
3: okay. And a lot of people say that, that, Once it came back on Comedy Central, really, like a lot of people fell out um, of, you know, they were a fan when it was Mm -hmm. there. And then it was, even when it was canceled, because like the movies that I know came out, that kind of reignited things.
0: Well,
2: you also had the benefit of a a gap where the DVDs were available. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's,
0: and it was. I always forget that it was on Adult Swim. Adult Swim played Futurama and I always forget that. Really? That's kind of what brought it back. That's why Comedy Central was like, "Hey, maybe this is something that we should like purchase and yeah, we could probably make money off of this cuz our our demographic is the same as Adult Swim, so Stoners, maybe we should kind of yeah. Late night college cartoons, students t- potheads, yeah.
2: eating cereal. I mean, if they're going to sit through Aqua Teen Hunger Force right. and whatever, then this is certainly going to play in Peoria.
0: but will they get off their tractors to watch i just i uh
2: i I, god i just love so much about this
3: episode um the jumbotron was a cartoon dog on a motorcycle is it
0: a dog or a wolf
3: i think it was a wolf. it was the same cartoon as the last episode we recorded with ramon which actually it was like Two episodes after this one in production order. And you know what it was, you guys? Uh, we're, much doing you yeah. <laughs> we're doing you a favor. Yeah,
0: we're doing you a favor because you get to listen to Ramon before we break your hearts.
3: For <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get there.
2: We're, I mean, we could just say that we're avoiding it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that is what I just said.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so
0: that that uh, cartoon. What was it called? It was Much Ado About Mutton.
3: Yep. So, those yeah,
2: are the eardrums the... and the trumpet
3: yeah, yeah. that one. Oh, yeah
2: god it's so so bizarre um but it it just starts right out with the all my circuits and we've we've seen that before but I feel like it's been like a pretty long time since there was a like a good all my circuits reference because there like the one episode where it sort of dovetailed a lot and then it's
3: maybe calculon'll pop up at an award show or something <laughs> yeah the last real big thing with Calculon, I think was The whole thing with Harold Zoid. Yeah, All right, right, because he was in the movie. Yeah. So Um, I don't think... Yep, so I have... I always like all my circuits.
2: It just... So... I... uh, One of the things about it that I really like, and I I think I've talked about this... Maybe I've mentioned it on the show. I don't know. I I forget. But my ex-wife loved Days of Our Lives. So by proxy... I saw a lot of Days of Our Lives. I've watched a lot of Days Hmm. of Our Lives. It's fucking batshit crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Like, just the stuff that they pull off um, with force fields and magic pirate coins and islands that are... I mean, like, we're going to use the same sets, but they're in an island. And it's just like your suspension of disbelief has to be, like... Like, I wonder if it's the same people that wrote the cartoons that we have on the Jumbotron that are just like batshit nuts transitioned into soap opera writing or how that works. Because Mm -hmm. it seems like, other than it being a lot of work where you just got to chew through these things, like, you could basically throw any shit you want up at it and people will watch it and the ratings will hold.
0: I, at my old job, we had uh, televisions in the cafeteria. So every day when I would eat my lunch, I'd get (laughs) to watch an hour of he would start out with Maury and end up with whatever soap opera was on after that. And it was like, it didn't even seem like the same television show. Like I would, I would from day to day yeah, loosely pay attention. I, I, it was like the characters are so unmemorable and the plot lines, they make no sense. So you don't really care or remember what's happening. And I just, I don't know how people keep track of that stuff. And like, was it days of our lives has been on for 60 years or something Something like like that what's the continuity on that like like is there none no it's just just, insane
2: (laughs) it's been retconned so many times like it's just like looped
3: back on itself Mm -hmm. like
2: Mm
3: -hmm. people that you thought was this one person for like 20 years turns out to not be that person and this other person's (laughs) that person do you think they they ever just like
0: reshot a script and change the names
3: yeah, oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Other okay. actors and actresses show up on other soap operas as, as like, other characters and then, like, mm-hmm. come back to the other one. And, so, and then and when somebody goes, they'll just be like, the part of such-and-such such is now
2: being played by such-and-such such. Yes. so that you know that they're, they're, like, they don't even wait for the credits. It's just like... Uh, Joe Smith is no longer Billy. Smith Johnson is now Billy, and off it goes. It's a real Armin
3: <laughs> Tanzarian sort of thing where it's just like oh. we're not ever oh going to talk God. about you this again. You know what? With soap operas, the only thing they can't, they don't do is they don't show people having real problems. It's all like outrageous things that when people watch it, they're not they're not thinking about their own lives. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really it's, a, an escape. Yeah. It's like it's all about nonsense. amnesia and twin brothers and. And <laughs> who's the real father? I mean it yeah, it's just uh,
2: I don't know. It was one of those things where, like, after a certain point, it, yeah you watch, I, I you may be thirty thousand like on dollars
3: in credit card debt, but at least I don't have amnesia, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not Could a, be worse. I'm not Egyptian <laughs> either,
0: you know when well, I wish I had amnesia. Every time I watch a fucking Hubert episode,
2: really, <laughs> he was obnoxious, but I felt Q- like he was subdued. Hubert, no. does he does he bring out the worst in Dwight or vice versa?
0: I think Hubert just sucks. I think Dwight's a good kid, really, and, and Tinny Tim.
1: He's got the he's Farnsworth great. DNA. I mean, he really can't be too, you know, much of a good influence on anyone. I mean, they're out for. <laughs> chaos and uh he's
0: like the opposite of fry right like fry is dumb and lovable hubert is intelligent and just reprehensible yeah
2: i feel like hubert's default mode is mansplaining like it's just
0: we're 12 yeah
2: but and yet still like he's actually pretty ignorant like there's a lot of stuff that he's really dumb about and this this episode gets to explore that but like
0: even the thing where they're just like i'm gonna have the most amnesia (laughs) and and like (laughs) i have it now but I forgot, because I have amnesia. <laughs> but,
3: like, I blame it on their parents. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and you know, television. They leave them to be watched by, like, people like Fry, Leela, and Bender. As a parent, <laughs> I can say definitively that the
2: best way, you know, the only way, really, to discipline your child is through physical violence. <laughs> and before anybody calls the cops or child protective services, that was a
3: satirical statement. I just—I've never. That's the name of the my daughter. Wooden spoon he uses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get satirical statement. I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna beat you metaphorically. <laughs> which is what I call this paddle, <laughs> this metal fork.
0: <laughs> metal fork.
2: Ooh. But the, the oh. thing I didn't understand about it was like they're watching this and going, "I want amnesia," but with, that's like watching something and being like, "I want to get syphilis," like because the main character has it or something like it's, a, it's a disease. It's a problem. It's, it's a malady. I mean, wouldn't you, I don't, again, it'll all come back to cartoon logic, right? Is that just the answer for that? That it's just, Probably, they're dumb. Yeah.
0: Cause they're 12 year olds and they want everything on television. They, I mean, okay. Put a ham in it, you twerps.
2: So they are dumb. Um, did you have a swinging birthday?
0: A swinging birthday? Like Calculon's swinging Um, birthday? It was okay. It was pretty good. I saw a lot of my my close friends. Was it
2: like a Playboy after dark situation? No.
0: um, I I went to the bar and uh, sang karaoke, and every time I wanted to sing, Hot Carl put me at the top of the list. So (laughs) that was pretty much all the fun I had, was I got to sing karaoke. But uh, it was not really a a Playboy party at all. (laughs)
2: Well, it just that whole scene with Calculon made me think of those old, like, like, we, you know, Hugh Hefner just died, which dredged up all of the awful things he was. And then it's a complicated legacy because potentially there's things that, like, oh, well, there was some positive aspects to it, too. I mean, I guess the, the real ass thing is everybody's awful
0: yeah.
2: at base. <laughs> yeah. But, like, those those old videos where it's just, like, a Manhattan penthouse apartment or sh- whatever it is, Chicago or who knows, and it's just like, oh, everybody's just, oh, over here's my friend... Uh, Dizzy Gillespie, he's going to play some trumpet <laughs> for us right now, and then he turns around and it's like O.J. Simpson, uh, twenty years pre-murder, um, you know, or maybe even earlier than that. I don't know. They're just like these weird scenes because it was such a, a strange conglomeration where you'd really like to see that on TV. Now, I think like British talk shows do that way better than American ones do, where it's just like we're going to take an author. And a crazy comedian, and then, like, here's an astronomer. We're just going to throw them out there and see what happens.
0: Yeah, let's see what jokes they come up with. Yeah,
2: and we'll leave out a big tray of what I assume is baking powder,
0: too. (laughs) 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 Oh, Monique, (laughs) why did we wait so many years to bathe in champagne? That was one of my favorite All My Circuits clips. Have you ever
2: bathed in champagne, anybody?
0: No. sticky. That's what I was going to say. It sounds like it would be really sticky. If you were soaking in it, though, Hmm. I... I don't know if I'd want to drink it. Like, would, I don't know if I, I could drink it. While I was naked in it. I, I couldn't know. handle
3: the smell. No? Uh, no. Mm. Like.
2: I feel like the bubbles would be really invigorating. I mean, it'd be like a bath bomb. But. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, have you ever watched Last Man on Earth?
0: Yes, I love that show. Okay,
2: so like in the early seasons, he had the tequila bathtub. Yeah. The, the margarita. The baby pool. Baby pool. Ba- yeah. I mean. Yeah, but wallowing in your own filth seems like a bad situation. (laughs) But is there a way that you can kind of like... Like, how can you enjoy the feeling of being immersed in your favorite beverage and still enjoy it without ingesting your own secretions?
0: Well, I think if you're in a baby pool full of margaritas, you don't care about ingesting your own secretions after... Maybe like 10 minutes of sipping on your oh own secretions. It's the tiniest cut on you
3: that would just hurt. The sting. Mm. Yeah. If I feel the same thing with champagne, probably. I wonder the alcohol. if they wiped yeah.
2: salt around the edge of the baby pool <laughs> so you could like lick that. And That's then, an important step. Yeah. It shows the extra mile. But the, the champagne, the champagne bathing. Well, I guess if I want to pull this back even farther, they're robots. How are they even going to feel the bubbles in the champagne right. anyway?
0: How like, do they not short out in the champagne Well, they're bath. supposed
2: to drink the alcohol, right? Isn't that how they... Although, Bender's the only robot that we've seen that needs to drink alcohol to be functioning properly, right? I don't know. I, you're supposed to be the expert on this stuff. Do you have amnesia again, Tom?
3: Yeah, they did something to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh no, I don't know. There may be may, like maybe Bender does it excessively or you know, it's like you never see so and so go to the bathroom or whatever. That doesn't mean that they don't go to the bathroom.
2: Okay, that's fine.
3: You never see me not go to the bathroom. All of that.
0: Oh, and speaking of going to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, when Bender runs in and says, "Hey, there's something going on on television," he puts the TV down on a table and he plugs it into his ass,
2: which is supposed to be his brick
0: hole. Which is his brick hole, but now he's got a butt plug. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh yeah.
3: <laughs> well played. Uh, that's good that definitely slipped by the sensors there come on there was was a lot of that in this episode i feel like
2: um there was something we skipped when uh when they zoom in early on on the professor and hermes what are they hitting with rakes
3: some creature there's creature noises why what's it what i mean Mm. just trying to get in a box for shipping i don't know it's just funny
1: mad scientist stuff i guess yeah exactly I
3: don't know I like they they had rakes though, yeah, maybe they're leave monsters. I don't know. is there such a thing i there could be, well,
0: and since when did Hermes help with scientific experiments? He's the bureaucrat. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. like their h r guy true.
2: paperwork that's so that's a little off I mean, actually hermes and the pre- professor seem very buddy buddy all throughout this episode,
0: yeah,' sure. yeah,
2: it was, it
3: was unusual, they uh, are though kind of well, I mean. I think that they would be considered, like, they they more... Because they're the administration, they're the yeah, man, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, they get along more than they don't get along. Like, like
2: But then the professor's tight with Zoidberg, too, and Hermes hates Zoidberg. Maybe Hermes hates Zoidberg but we haven't found because out. it's competition. We'll uh, find out why
3: later, why... The professor and Zoidberg are such good friends,
2: but maybe that's I see. Maybe the reasons Hermes hates Zoidberg so much is Zoidberg's in competition for the professor's friendship with Hermes, or he views him as a threat.
3: No, I think aside it's from being idiot. horrible. <laughs> I mean,
2: <laughs> from being generally uh, gross. Um, this is the first time we saw Sal in a different outfit. He had his like scrubs on on set when Antonio Calcolon Jr. was busted. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. <laughs> He's normally in like a wife beater, sometimes different colors, but like, you know, butt cracking. I still think uh, it's the clone
3: theory. It's my Sal clone I think, theory.
2: I think that's good. Like, Teamsters are just basically clones now of Sal. I get that. That makes a lot of sense. But the um, the fact that he came in and, you know what? I have a friend who's a Teamster on like TV and movie sets. I should ask him how that works. Ask
0: him if he's a clone. I will. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will.
2: Or if he's like maybe you have to get to it. It's like um, the Freemasons. Like you have to get to a certain level before they clone you and put you on the spaceship.
0: Well, is is, is he also like a mechanic or does he just do like he uses a manual laborer?
2: He's a driver. He's. I mean, he's transportation. Yeah. But he got patched in. It's actually it's a pretty sweet gig. You know, he drives Brad Stewart around in a golf cart on the beach. Just you know. <laughs> Gets pictures in the paper. It's a a winding road to get there, but it all kind of worked out for him. He got retweeted by Charlie Sheen once. Ooh. (laughs) There you go. During a manic episode. I mean, it's all good. Uh, (laughs) uh, I didn't realize that Hubert was cloned from a growth scraped off the professor's (laughs) back.
1: We learned that. Yeah. He's going to regret picking that as his birthday as opposed to the, you know, the cloning tank, I think.
0: Yeah, he might.
1: I mean, that's almost like the where is conception. I was just going
0: to say, when, when, when do you become?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You might want to think about that word choice. A human. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) good. Um, It just sounded like really bad English
3: kind of getting to the same point. Um, Zoidberg the so lovable So you want to tramp. kill all monkey babies? Is that what you're saying?
0: <laughs> when does life begin?
3: <laughs> does a- it
0: begin... <laughs> after 40, embryo. <laughs> at, the, at the growth <laughs> scraping? Or <laughs> the day that you're extracted from your tube? It, it just...
2: Yeah, there's just so much stuff crammed into this episode. I mean, like, even Zoidberg the lovable tramp was just such an off... Like, here's this thing that has nothing to do with anything, <laughs> and we're just going to shove it yeah. in and it works. But... I th- one something that happened on this episode, it made me think of something from another episode. All of the, the, the it's been very strong this season is when there's like off screen yelling. Um, there's one in this episode where someone's like, "Hey, something's on TV," or I think Bender said that, mm-hmm. or yes. like yeah. you know. But there's
0: quite a bit of it on this episode,
2: like the superpower episode when they're like, "We can summon aquatic animals, yeah. Scroll you!" <laughs> and Zoidberg, like like Scroll, that kind you. of stuff has been really. Well, used, and I don't know if they just like, hey, here's some comedic device that we came across, or if it was like just coincidence. But I really enjoyed a lot of that this season.
3: Mm. Um, the uh, everybody loves Hypnotoad.
2: they they do, even though it's been going downhill since season three, another self referential <laughs> yeah, day. It's right?
0: pretty, uh, pretty self referential. <laughs> just
2: <laughs> the uh, when they do throw the party. And the professor's like, just because it started three hours ago and no one's here doesn't mean you two are total losers. <laughs> <laughs> and that nobody likes you. I mean This party pukes.
0: Yeah. I I mean, it wouldn't if there was puking, wouldn't it mean that it's a good party? Depends on whether you're thirteen or twenty-three, I guess. I, I
3: never there never is a time I where if somebody's puking, and I'm like, this party's off the hook.
2: <laughs> I think if if you're at a party and it gets to the point where someone's throwing up, a lot of people are having fun.
3: That's or my I mean,
2: that's my personal experience. Preferably not you throwing up, but yeah. but, but sometimes it is. Hmm. I don't like when I one time I threw up, up <laughs> off the <laughs> second story balcony at my friend's house. It was uh it all worked out. I mean, was, <laughs> there what, was nobody below. No, <laughs> so, I mean it was actually the party was over. And there was some uh, chip dip that had been left out
1: throughout mm-hmm. the course of the mm-hmm. party, mm-hmm. and I had
2: eaten some of it late yes. in the evening mm. with chips. I wasn't just like scooping it out <laughs> of the bowl; it was just like, "Oh, I'm going to have a couple of these before I lay down." And then I went to bed. On I was staying over at his place because it's being responsible,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, I was like, "Oh, this is this is not going to go well." And I just threw open the the front porch door and went out on the porch, and then just like straight. Off, <laughs> off the balcony into the bushes downstairs, and he comes out. He's like, "You okay?" I'm like, "I am now." <laughs> and no, you know, it's like it's all gonna wash off in the rain. Like it was the neighbor's <laughs> yard. Who cares? Was it, You get. It's good to have an exit strategy. But like, I go to uh, a lot of um, children's birthday parties I have over the last eight years or so. Like mm-hmm. uh, when you have a kid, you get invited to them. And,
0: and life changes.
2: You can't. Well. Yes and no. I mean, there's nothing more pleasant than just being wasted at a kid's birthday party because then you could just let it wash <laughs> over you. But it's really not a good party until there's tears and maybe some blood. Like, you you know that the kids aren't having fun until one of them gets so wound up that at least one of them starts crying. Like, and, and it's just, I mean, I know we have some listeners that are parents and they can agree. Preferably not your kid. You don't want to have the kid that's crying at the party. Um, but there's, like, there's one that we see sometimes... Uh, you know, because there's like a circuit. Mm-hmm. There's like a whole kids' party circuit. Um, <laughs> just, you know, snorting pixie sticks oh, and all mommy. kinds of shit. Um, where there's like a couple kids that are like, oh, all right, we're going to get a performance tonight. Because they're just, it's like, oh, they fell down lightly. Oops. And now it's, Wah! You know, you're like, okay, it's time to go. We know everybody had a good time because they can't handle their emotions. Um, but the... the um. There's like an abrupt shift then where they go into the casting call thing, right?
0: Yeah, so they're they're watching Entertainment and Earth Invasion tonight with Morbo and Linda. And uh, the casting call gets announced that they're, you know, looking for young robots to replace Antonio Caculon Jr. And uh, Bender looks at Tinny Tim, who was the only guest at the, the kid's birthday party.
2: By accident.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Someone put it in his begging cup. The yeah. invitation was in his begging cup. So uh, Bender looks at Tinny Tim and he says, "Tinny Tim, does, do you know what this means? I think I would be the the perfect replacement for Antonio Calculon Jr." And Tinny Tim says, "You, good sir, you've gotten my hopes up and then dashed them quite expertly."
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's his whole thing. Like he's he's definitely built to handle that sort of disappointment. But it it, it got me thinking. Um. You know, Tinny Tim is a robot, but he's built small to be a small, excuse me, child-looking robot. So, I mean, could you build a big adult-sized robot that's supposed to be like it? Like, I don't understand robot aging, basically, is what I'm getting at, because... You will later. Oh, God. And then it's you coming. won't. Yeah,
0: you'll get it, yeah. and then you'll be like, and wait, what? And then they'll
2: retcon it out of us and make it dumb? No, it's, it's already it will be dumb. Yeah. Great. So much dumb. You're setting the stage for some wonderful things, aren't you? I mean, so I, I guess that Bender could be Antonio Calcalon Jr., and clearly he was, but the uh, the casting audition stuff was crazy.
0: <laughs> Macaulay Colcom is just not as cute as he used to be once he got puberty installed. His <laughs> <they put>, like, <laughs> little light light-up zits. Up zits. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then the fact that his hands are like... It grosses me out. Really? The LED zits, yeah. It would be a great Halloween costume.
0: You know, you just be puberty for
2: Halloween.
0: <laughs> God damn it. Now I have to wait another 350 something days.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you are. Know, oh, never mind. That made me think of another Halloween costume. I'll share it off, Mike. Um, The. uh, The other one, like the one that they're like, that's the one who grew up and robbed the convenience store. I think that was supposed to be alfalfa. Like they had a reference to alfalfa. From the three, uh, not three sisters, from Little Rascals, Uh, then then they tagged that joke with the robot who grew up to be a convenience store, and then the other one they did a mommy dearest.
0: No more hanging wires.
2: (laughs) Just like, just whipping, but like, why would she? uh, Do they all have magical chest
3: cavities, or just Bender? So far, some of
0: them I think some do and some don't.
3: So far, I've only seen Bender use his right. I don't know. But why would he have all the wires hanging inside anyway? Decoration? Maybe it's, oh, maybe he's getting, uh, uh, what's it called? Oh, God. Robot puberty? Jacking no, on? jacking on. Maybe he's jacking <laughs> oh, on. Oh, you're
2: right. Yeah. God, well,
3: oh, I couldn't think of that. <laughs> couldn't
2: think of jacking on? <laughs> I thought you thought about it all day long, Tom. I certainly do. It's just, it's, it's, the hormones are terrible. (laughs) Um, It's, it just, I mean, I guess they just did a lot of really like obvious dumb jokes in the section, but none of them really bothered me. Like the whole thing about Bender, who is Mexican, not being able to speak Spanish (laughs) and his his accent being terrible, but just like oblivious to it. We want Bender. (laughs) Oh, that's that stuff was all good, too. <laughs> oh, this like, kid
0: sucks. <laughs>
2: I thought he was fine. But the audience yeah. seems to have
0: turned on him.
1: You're floundering up there, kid.
0: Um, did, were any of you stage-parented? Um, I don't know if I would say stage-parented, but sort of? No. I don't know.
2: <laughs> do, I, do tell. I've, this sounds like there's a story there.
0: Well, I I would uh I rode horses and I would compete. Okay. Um but I don't think I was like stage parented because I never really needed to be
2: like were you forced to ride horses past the time that you wanted to ride horses?
0: No, I enjoyed doing it. Okay. But then that doesn't count. I I did, you know, I get was taken to things and events and were you your know, parents
2: taking your winnings from Were you a jockey? No,
0: no I wasn't a jockey. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: That could have been much more lucrative. <laughs> <laughs> You're small enough still. Have you ever thought about getting into jockeying? I think I weigh too much. That's weird. You're that I mean, it's <laughs> ne- it's never been a possibility. Those jockeys for
0: me. are like they're probably about the same height as me, but they're like rail thin. I mean, I'm not I'm not overweight by any means. I'm like 125 pounds, but those That's... jockeys are like. Between ninety and one hundred and fifteen pounds, just little slips. Tops. They're like tiny dudes. Central American men. Yeah, they're they're small. I thought that's where the leprechauns went. I don't know.
2: It might be, (laughs) but I think I mean maybe it's like I never thought about it because like after World War II, you had all the Germans that moved to like Argentina. So maybe when St. Patrick kicked all the snakes out of Ireland, all the leprechauns split for like Guatemala. There it is. (laughs)
3: Let's <laughs> see. I want to see a movie about a kid that all he wants to do when he grows up is to be a jockey, but he grows up and he's like really tall and big, but he still <laughs> tries out to become a jockey.
2: How has Adam Sandler and, and not
3: made that horse, movie? Yeah. Ho- horseback after horseback is broken Aww. until he finally meets a giant horse. The ho- that is horse, super fast. A
0: horse can be fast and large and hold a large man, <laughs> but they don't go as fast as when there's, like, nothing on top. It's like being aerodynamic. <laughs> That's why those dudes are all tiny. That's don't not because they have to be.
3: Don't ruin my movie. <laughs> I want to see the like, super horse. Yeah. I, I can't believe that isn't Just a Netflix original. Go horse. home and
0: watch Sea Biscuit, and you'll know about as much as I do about jockeys. <laughs>
2: You had some bad experiences with jockeys, didn't
0: you?
2: <laughs> no. Oh, I, no. I don't believe it. You have to listen for this because maybe she'll be asleep or something and you'll hear it through the walls or she's, like, having a jockey nightmare. <laughs> <And> just
0: <laughs>
1: just take notes. I'll keep you posted. Don't Perfect.
3: Worry. We'll put it up on the Twitter feed when it happens. So Bender's <laughs> Bender's audition is so bad that <laughs> it, 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 he Kekulon uh, thinks it gives him cancer. Yeah. That's a pretty bad audition.
0: Yeah. That line became a meme. Did that, it? Yeah, that was completely disconnected from Futurama and it was put on like other cartoons and other photographs of stuff. But like, really? that was so bad it gave me cancer. Originated with this episode of Futurama and wow. then it was like put on like Spider Man. I see it on like that like 1960s Spider Man. The Spider
2: Man, Spider Man.
0: Yeah, like. It's – I've seen it a lot. Wow. Where? It's it's just, like, on the internet. Like, it was all over. We're talking, like, 10 years ago internet meme. Like, that's – I've never heard of that,
2: but that makes sense. mm -hmm. It's unfortunate they took Calculon out of the picture because it's, like, when there's those fake quotes that they attribute to, like, Mark Twain or something.
0: Yeah. Or Marilyn Monroe or – That's my favorite. Yeah. There's some –
2: somebody made – and maybe there was two, but I, I know somebody made a Twitter bot that would, like, repost quotes by Adolf Hitler and slap them on Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> it was either her or Taylor Swift, and it was just, like, oh, like weird, you know, and it, I don't think it was, like, we're going to promote a, a white nationalist thing as much as it was just, like, here's some really fucked up juxtaposition to um, kind
0: of go on. I had hours playing with the, uh, I think it was called the Inspiro bot. Where it was an AI that would make up, like, inspirational memes just randomly. Randomly generated inspirational memes, and they are fucking hysterical. Such as? Oh, man. Uh, There was, it was like a, the, the image was like an old, like a classic painting of some fruit, like a still life. And the text that it gave me was like... Remember, when you get full, just yell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they, some of them were really odd. That's the only one that I can remember off the top of my head, but there were some really good ones.
2: I mean, and that one could be interpreted a number of ways, all of them inspiring. Yeah. It's it's pretty great.
0: It's great. Yeah, look that up, the Inspirobot.
3: Hey, Pete, do you mind if I eat these gobstoppers? Oh, no, no, go for it. Do we're it on my like, too. We're going to have,
0: like, hundreds of listeners. Well, we're going to have some listeners saying, why is Tom eating candy on a?" The- try to listen to the podcast. Here's a
2: funny story about that candy. Uh, My wife left it on the table for you guys, just in case you wanted a snack, which, first of all, not a smart move. You shouldn't leave food out in front of a microphone sort of thing. True. She's a podcaster or has been, so she should know this and no dice. But then my daughter came down and saw the candy that she left out and flipped out. (laughs) She's like, no, oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I like those. Why are you giving those away? Those are No. I already gave away a bunch of I mean she already ransomed you. It's not fair. So the caramel M&Ms, you guys lost out. Sorry. Aww. Um But They're yeah, there. if it's still there, oh, see, she didn't get Uh-oh. all of them. They must have been hidden under the But what stars. about all that candy over there, guys? Oh. <laughs> 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 um the uh the fact that they so they Bender gets the uh apart but he's so bad that they're just gonna put him in a coma which is another like soap opera staple
3: oh yeah comas oh yeah Definitely. i mean i that's usually when the actor has to go to rehab is that is that They'll what put it him is in a coma um
0: or there's like contract disagreements mm-hmm. yeah. i I
2: feel like comas were a thing in the. Se- I mean, and I say this like I just spent time in hospice with someone who was in a coma, so I understand mm-hmm. that they're real and they're not an going thing, But I feel like, like like in the seventies, you had the movies that were like, this fucking thing is on fire, or it's sinking, or crashing, or you know, like the Poseidon Adventure or Towering Inferno, or like disaster movies but then you also had like the medical horror movies cuz there was one that was like about coma and then invasion of the body snatchers kind of played into that and stuff but it doesn't it's still such a weird thing now except in soap operas and that part doesn't make sense to me mm. um because like maybe uh, now that i'm de- deconstructing this as i'm saying it so sorry for the real time commentary maybe it's because when people are in comas there's nothing happening except for like beep beep Beep. And it's not mm-hmm. real exciting television. So yeah. never mind. I answered no. my own question.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and on that note. Yeah. Uh so
0: Bender decides like coma. I don't want to be in a coma and he does all of his bender shit and I'm Bender, I'm the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: my note says Bender goes ape shit.
0: Mine says does bender shit.
2: Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. I mean and then <laughs> <laughs> and then Calculon is like, no, I only do one take. And I feel like that Calculon is like a, 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 just a multiple series of veiled thinly William Shatner sort of
0: only unprofessional. Yeah. Actors. I mean like Zap T-ticks. Brannigan is
2: like the Captain Kirk sort of caricature, yeah. but like, I feel like Calculon sort of plays into the real, uh, real Shatner thing about it. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't write down who said it, but someone says I'm not familiar with the type of thing I'm seeing.
1: Oh yeah, was that Calculon? Calculon. Calculon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as soon as Bender goes ape shit, as you (laughs) said.
0: (laughs) Who put this obnoxious dancing robot on my network? That was uh, network execuBot comes in and
1: all of them. All of them. I love
2: them. And that was like, I mean, when I mean, because The Simpsons used to do it a lot too. I don't know if they still do. You would. But they would make fun of like television executives because they
3: were always mm-hmm. like on the chopping block. Now they something. just make fun of Fox. Yeah. Straight up. Just if, if you, you fun had of Fox.
0: watched uh, last Sunday night's episode of The Simpsons, you would get really angry. Really? Yeah. And you, you brought up Armin Tanzarian. Yeah. Was earlier. he in it again? Um, They f- did flashbacks to Principal Skinner getting into OSU. Like he really wants to go to OSU because he wants to be in the marching band. Yeah. <laughs> But he's to, principal to sexually Skinner. harass
2: people, or
0: no, just because he he like he loves it. Apparently, teen Skinner was like in the marching band and he was a <laughs> genius at coming up with like marching band formations. But he's in Springfield with Agnes Skinner, so they completely just wrote oh something my God. that was not canon <laughs> with the Armin Tanzarian backstory. Because it's yep. it's just Principal Skinner, and the whole time I was super pissed, but at the same time I was like, oh, they did a really great job actually recreating OSU's campus in this episode <laughs> of the Simpsons. I was wondering for about for no that. reason. It's totally correct. Like, well, the, wait,
2: is it correct from
0: the buildings are right?
2: But is like, it, <laughs> but is it? I mean, the buildings have all changed in the last ten years when they gentrified the entire area.
0: Yeah, but I I went there from two thousand and eight or 2009, whatever it was that I came back. From. I went to OU for a year, and then I went to OSU for four years. Was
2: the union the new union or the old union?
0: Uh, I had a little bit of both, but okay. mostly the new union All right. was, like, opening when I started going there. But, yeah, the the sidewalks were the right formation in the oval. I could have picked out right where I was a baked potato. <laughs> but, yeah, that that whole the retconning of Armin Tanzarian, I was like,
2: I, <laughs> I just... um. I know you're a modern day Simpsons apologist, but I wish they would have you know stopped what?
0: 15 yeah. years ago. This one I it wasn't bad, but wasn't good. This whole uh,
3: latest season. This whole has not latest. Been I'm good. so
0: disappointed. And I I kinda it's almost making re, me, me, bleh, making me regret going on second shot and sticking up for him because <laughs> I feel like I jinxed it.
2: Maybe you should go on second shot it. again and reverse <laughs> second, your second opinion. shot. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't know.
2: Triple shot. Or we let's start a triple shot podcast. Don't tell George and Devin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, the whole execubots thing where there was like the one who uh who just basically rolls dice to pick out what's going to be hot in the fall season and the other one is like this one underestimates the midwest oh man and uh and even the fact that like the actual main execubot is just a laptop with like i mean basically i'm staring <laughs> at it
3: right now as this episode <laughs> records <laughs> What bothered me is the how it had the like waveform looking thing and then the line going across. That's Sometimes wrong. it was it was that's okay, it... but most of the times it was like way off and it bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz like it stopped and he was still talking. Um hmm. it,
2: it it was just it was interesting. I mean, because I feel like none of that's changed all except for maybe like the cable networks like AMC and IFC and stuff where there's like we're yeah. going to get weird with it.
0: We're going to let people be creative.
2: Our adults swim. Yeah. Um but the Nielsen families all being like literally plugged in. No, but into all the, the major thing. networks are all the same.
0: Were any sure. of you Still. Nielsen families?
2: I was briefly for a
0: while. I did it for well my my family did it for a while. We got a $5 bill in the mail. <laughs> and they're like fill out this book. It's great. Like, got a whole five dollars for it. Pretty sure that paid that was like my lunch money one week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just got a one dollar bill in the mail from uh from JD Power for doing a survey about my car. And it made me think like this is how like you yeah, because it used to be never send cash in the mail. And mm-hmm. now you have like major corporations just like fuck it, this stuff's Here's worthless anyway. Yeah. Nobody even wants this stuff anymore. <laughs> they actually sent you cash? Uh, they sent me one dollar, uh, a one dollar bill. Oh, and like UNICEF will send a nickel every once in a while, just a real dick right. move. Because number one, it's dick gonna...
0: move UNICEF.
2: Well, like, how much more does it cost to send an envelope with a piece of metal in it? Like it's wasteful marketing. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, Plus, you know, like a hungry family could have used that nickel. Yeah, to buy a like car I don't, or something. I don't want your fucking nickel. Like take all those nickels that you mailed out, put them in a bag, take them to the Coin Star, And
2: beat and, somebody with it.
0: <laughs> and oh. donate that money to someone who actually needs it. I don't want a fucking nickel. Like, where's that going to go?
2: You know what?
3: There's a gas station, like, or not just, there's Circle K that I go to all the time, but I've seen it at other stores that have, like, donation things, and they'll, like, if you pay with cash, the change of it, they'll ask if you want to donate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like a dick saying no. That's it works really well. Yeah. But there's another thing. Plus, it's, you're not carrying a ton of change around all the time. I, I just do it because what happens now is... Uh, well, you're saving for a college fund.
2: Uh, I don't I don't even... Well, I do that other ways. What I mean, that's what the whole math... Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> math. No, yeah, math. math. That's what the, the math lab is for. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: Teaching those kids how to make math.
2: I had, I did a lot of driving on interstates and toll roads this summer, mm. so yeah. I was just glad to have like piles of quarters and stuff in the car. I'm like, I'm I'm ready, you know. Give it, give it to me. I eighty. I'm gonna show
3: you what the fuck is up. Um, There's pretty much only street parking at the tattoo shop that I work at, so we. I always have quarters with me because they don't people have the people always push buttons,
2: or mm-hmm. can you just like go out and? You should invest in slugs.
3: And just like start filling up the meters with slugs. <laughs> <laughs> They're starting to change some of them from fifteen minute from a quarter get to a half an hour down to fifteen minutes. That's bullshit. Wow. I know.
0: Total bull.
3: I wonder
2: who's gonna win the mayoral election that's happening tonight because oh, I bet they won't see. do anything God. to change it. Um so they decide that Bender's a filth monger, which he is, that's fine. I a lot of filth mongers are heroes. But then the other thing that came to me watching is like Bender is the Poochie. Of all my circuits, mm-hmm. an argument could probably be made that you're the poochie of this podcast. You've made it younger <laughs> and <laughs> skewed it hipper for the kids.
0: Hey, kids, I'm cool. That's, that's... well, you're the one that uses Twitter. Fuck Twitter. Yeah. I I will not use Twitter. And if you want to get at me through the Slurmcast <laughs> social media, don't try to get at me at tw- through Twitter because you're gonna get beat. Because I I don't think we posted even... like
3: anything on Twitter. I I do a lot oh, of do you? retweets. I, games, okay, I yeah.
0: only have it on my phone, so when I post something to the Facebook, I can like copy it and put it on the Twitter <laughs> occasionally, and then I have to fucking change what I wrote because it's never 140 characters no. because I'm verbose. Like, <laughs> what do we have to do to get that 280? Is that do
2: you have I to be special? In
1: <sighs> it, for no. anybody? I thought. I mean, I I don't use Twitter either, but. That was my understanding. That it was I just it, like the whole thing. I write brevity, too much. I write
0: way too much, and none of the posts that I put on Facebook ever fit on a fucking Twitter. <laughs> no. So I just put it on the Facebook, <laughs> and I'm like, it's cool. Pete will put it on Twitter. I'll do
2: something with it. I, Horchie and I used to manage it, and Horchie was much better at posting mm. original content. But yeah, I just I retweet a lot of our political philosophy that other people <laughs> say better than we do, or you know, Futurama related news, but. It happens. Every once in a while we have to do some stuff. Uh the the real I guess this is maybe the most excited I've been in in an episode of Futurama was they had an actual black flag song in it.
0: TV party.
2: One of their goofy, jokey songs, but nonetheless it was like one of my wow. favorite. And they cleared it. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they do it again at the end of the episode with like the their characters. Only, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Billy West went for it as fry. Because mm-hmm. like, it was way up at the top of that range and he just hit it. And then uh, Katie Seagal sang, and I think Billy West is a Black Flag
3: fan. Really? Yeah,
2: I wouldn't be surprised if there was a bunch of that going on, you know. But it it was it was really well timed and everything. Like it's uh,
0: Uh, did they play Black Flag in the um, the Bender episode with the their the the professor makes the sweater folding machine, and um,
3: Where the it might little, be later all the on. Benders. Yeah,
0: so like he puts a sweater, like the, the professor is shrinking, so anytime he puts a sweater through this machine, it makes two smaller sweaters. So he has more sweater, and, he, and because he's getting smaller, like the sweaters get smaller. Oh, okay. So Bender keeps like, it, it replicates things. So Bender replicates himself over and over to like mm. do his chores. And then he has, like, two smaller benders, and those benders are too lazy, and so they make benders to do their chores, and it goes goes on and on and on. So and Black I'm, like, totally song, explaining a, a future episode, I think, now. But I think there is another Black Flag song. I could be wrong, but... And, and you know, the, the, the complicated nature
2: of this is, like, that's great, but all that money is going to go in Greg Ginn's pocket, and he's really kind of an Sucks. asshole. So, what you, I mean, what are you going to do? Um
0: Henry Rollins is my personal hero and has been for years. See, uh, did old you old Uncle Hank?
2: I like him a lot too. It's a controversial opinion anymore, apparently because at some point people just decided that they didn't like him, but I think he's just getting more like like he needs to be our grumpy uncle, yeah, we need he's great that.
0: <laughs> he's <Yeah>. he's great <laughs> <That's> yeah <it. laughs> I love Henry Rollins Henry,
2: if you listen, Michelle
3: and I are all for you. Tom seems I have no those. opinion. Because he could kick my ass
0: I have seen Henry Rollins Spoken word More than five times Less than ten
2: Right there with you
0: It's some of the best three hours you'll spend sitting on your ass You'll get your laughing. money's worth for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I saw him right after his um, Sons of Anarchy stint. Oh. And it was also right after he did RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> so that was like a really, That I think we were in, it was out in Kent, at the Kent stage, I think. That and sounds right. it was like three and a half hours and it f- just flew by. But I was like, like I was starting to get sore because I'm like shifting. I got to pee. pee. Like, uh, uh. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Henry Rollins, uh, you're great.
2: So I think this is the first episode maybe where they actually reference Hermes being a pothead. because before it was always like misdirects of like, I'm going to relax in the traditional Jamaican way with milk and cookies. (laughs) But this is one where it's like, Dwight's like, I stole one of my dad's cigars, which is like a giant blunt. Yeah, And he takes a hit off it and immediately pukes everywhere. But then the the whole thing where they come back in and the professor is just like, where'd you you get this cigar? That's not a cigar and it's not mine. (laughs) (laughs) And I noticed today he takes it he doesn't put it out. He sticks it in his coat, and then the smoke keeps coming out <laughs> yeah, of his coat.
3: Yeah, I like when he walks in. He's like Ross H. of Taffy yeah. or whatever. <laughs> oh, it was beautiful. Um, th- this, I was trying to
2: put the um, the timeline together because basically this whole episode seemed like the Beavis and Butthead fire thing. Was it topical based on that? Like when when did that happen? Where Beavis and Butthead came under fire because a six year old lit his trailer like on fire. Like the 90s?
0: Yeah, I don't remember that. When did Beavis yeah. and Butthead go off the air? Um. Well, Beavis and Butthead do America was
1: 96. Sounds right. Yeah. I'm
0: thinking 96, 98 would be even kind of late.
1: No, not 90. Yeah, it would have been. But maybe like right 96. around
0: there. Yeah. Because I remember having, like, the (laughs) on-my-bike helmet. And uh, I also wore it when I was roller skating. (laughs) Uh, Had all that artwork on it. The Beavis and Butthead rat fink. (laughs) 1993. The Do America (laughs) came out? No, the fire incident. Okay. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And then Daria uh... was, like, 98 to 2000 or whatever.
2: That was the year I graduated high school when Beavis and Butthead got in trouble. God,
1: I'm old. I think it's <laughs> just been,
3: I think the whole.
2: I
1: mean, it's always the, been a problem. Yeah,
3: the controversy about. Or not. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I kind of took it as like a, I mean, a deconstruction of that. You know, it was, it was the whole idea of this episode to me seems like you're bringing up like this uh, sort of. Like, here's all the things that we're, all, we're supposed to get upset about, but nobody's really going to do anything about it. We're all just going to forget about it tomorrow. And like watch mass no shootings? Right. Well, sure, any, any of it. <laughs> I mean.
2: Oh, fuck.
1: Um, yeah, I've watched, you know,
2: I've never wanted to go dancing with stars, and I've watched a lot of America's Funniest Home Videos. I've never hit anyone in the nuts with a baseball bat right. on purpose. Right. I For mean, a
0: cheap laugh?
2: All the time. But not not on purpose and not on video because there's video that's that's assault, you know. They can they can bust you for that. And I, uh, do you think America's funniest home videos has ever led to anyone being arrested?
3: No. Are you sure? So. Maybe someone maybe. trying to be maybe.
0: Maybe it indirectly led to Bob
3: Saget. were filming it, they were arrested, but I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's
2: a direct correlation. But Tom Bergeron would never get involved in that shit. No, no. 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 He's no Saget. He's a good man. Yeah. Honestly, I think
3: Bob Saget probably. Needs to stay inebriated to just blot out the fucking coming to Cleveland soon. I
0: know. I kind of want to go. No,
3: and like, it's like next year, like January maybe. I kind of want to go. That's so dirty. Yeah, I know. He is
0: such a dirty comedian and he's always been a super dirty comedian. And then, like, he just randomly was fucking Danny Tanner. And that (laughs) has no correlation with how he is as a stand up. And I would really like to see, like, Bob Saget get get funny but do you think it's it's, even funnier
2: and i i don't like i haven't seen him i'm sure he supposedly he
0: did a an hour special i think it was hbo okay about five years ago yeah it was good okay so i don't know do i go Uh, see bob saget maybe i should try to get him to come on the podcast
3: (laughs) (laughs) becca and i are going to see uh nick offerman in a couple weeks so uh, that's i'm excited about that because I was going to bring up a whole point about Henry Rollins and spoken word and how stupid I thought spoken word was, but mm-hmm. then I was like, I'm kind of going to see the same thing, because it's it's, it's... it's basically it's stand-up like, with a point. Right, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's storytelling. It is, mm-hmm. it is It's you're just right. It's just song story, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just picture, that.
3: every time I picture... Henry Rollins doing spoken word, I just picture him shirtless in basketball <laughs> shorts with a mic just screaming at people. <laughs> no, that's, that's, when he's, that's when he's singing. because that's my only time I've ever seen him. <laughs> oh,
2: I, you know, and, uh, he, just another tag on good old Hank. Like, I love him as a personality. I, I like, enjoy him as a philosopher and all those things. I have tried and tried, and tried to get into Rollins Band, and fuck me if I just can't. Oh, I know, yeah, I can't. I, 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 it. I can
0: it's, it's a little bit too jam bandy for me.
2: It Like, it all makes
0: sense on paper. It's, it's like, yeah. this is
2: heavy, and it's good, and just like, but it doesn't, I don't know.
0: There's There are a handful of Rollins Band songs that I can get into, like Liar, obviously everyone loves Liar. Sure. Which is a joke. It was a joke song. Like, right,
2: like TV Party.
0: T- yeah. Um... And, the and lesson then uh, from that is whichever I don't remember the name of the song that was in the crow, but that's another Rollins band track that I can handle. It's pretty good.
2: Oh shoot,
0: I don't remember, yeah. but
2: yeah, it, it, it's. I mean, end of silence was kind of the. God, we're getting. How long did you want us to ramble for this time, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> I you know, all talented musicians, all a very fantastic musical combo group, very tight, very mm-hmm. intense. Uh, it doesn't connect with me 100, percent and that's okay. Um, fathers against rude television.
0: That's not what F A R T is all about.
2: <laughs> that's not what our fathers are Some kind of cheap into. laugh. That uh, that was
3: good. It's always a cheap that's laugh. such a dumb. Not
0: us farters.
2: Such a dumb joke and silly. <laughs> I
3: was listening to uh, the Alan Cox show this uh, today, driving home from work. Uh, because I like Bill a lot, yeah. I know. Um, and don't, it's just, don't be yeah. jealous. You replaced yeah. him. He, if anything, he's
0: <laughs> jealous of you. No, I just mean Alan Cox show though. Like, I, okay, it's Bill. To be, yes, to be honest,
3: it's I, I like just
0: can't do morning radio. It's like
3: fifteen minutes and most of it's commercials. Yeah, um, but okay. today just all right. Bill was talking about um, putting fart sounds into the newest. Um, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey movie trailer, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, yeah. so they did it, and you just like you. There was no visual, but it's just you heard them talking, and they just, just hit them, <laughs> and I was laughing because that part. Okay,
0: that is funny. Are always funny. Parts are <laughs> yeah. always funny. Oh yeah, and so is poop and dicks.
2: I mean, uh-huh. it, it depends. There's there's a lot of situations
1: where that isn't, <laughs> and sometimes they're when they're all together, it's not. Yeah. The trifecta is never good.
2: yeah, all three of them at the same time is not always funny. Um,
1: <laughs> what do you mean?
2: <laughs> this is, I like the fact that they blame public schools on kids turning rotten.
3: Uh, it's it's a it's obviously TV
2: well it, no, I mean, my daughter goes to public schools and those kids are pretty awful too. It's it's interesting because what we've been finding, and this is in talking with teachers and the administration and stuff, is like, um, like the Mean Girls stuff that starts in like seventh grade is skewing way lower, lower like earlier, like it's just starting super Thanks, young. Internet. Now. I don't know if it's the internet. I don't know if it's YouTube. I don't know if it's like Disney shows. I don't know what it is. It's just like, you know, in 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 particular, at my daughter's school, hmm. like her grade, the gender ratio is just like completely out of whack. In favor of girls. And what we've been hearing from, like, teachers since she was in kindergarten is just, like, the boys are terrified all the time and the girls don't stop talking. (laughs) And it's not just, like, I mean, my kid talks a lot and she's really intense, but, like, all of them are just, like, (laughs) and they don't don't stop because they all just feed into each other. Mm -hmm. And when they have to line up and go somewhere, all the boys, like, stand at the front of the row and they're just, like, (laughs) they're just scared and, like, all huddled together (laughs) because it's just, like, this whole that like, you know, just flanked by girls. And you think, like, in 10 years, it'd be like, all right, I'm a scarce resource. And, <laughs> and you know, then we could have, like, a fighting pit or something. It's going to be real uh, bad. Yeah. I, was, I was asking the, the, the parent-teacher conferences last week. I'm like, does this even out as they feed
3: into the bigger schools? It's just like, yes. Like, this is really weird, but it does kind of
2: So it's a known problem? It's not
3: even a problem. It's just or like... just just, no, like, that's what's happening? I
2: don't know. Everybody in my daughter's class that had a kid the same year she was born,
3: had a girl instead of a boy, apparently. My three-year-old niece already has a burn book, so... No, I'm just kidding. She doesn't really... <laughs> She's super sweet. Is <laughs> she a cutter already?
0: I never was, like... I, I was never like that, and not any... Like, none of my friends were... You were an art student, and though. Yeah, I went to art school from, like, sixth grade up, and, um... I remember when. How did you go to art school in sixth grade? I went to a magnet school for art. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I was, I was, I had to apply, do a lottery, and get my name pulled out of a hat, and go to like the special art school downtown for for arty kids. And so,
2: your parents didn't give a shit about you having a career in your chosen field of study that early, from like twelve years old. They're just like, good luck. <laughs>
0: They just wanted to uh, to nurture my artistic side, and it was also. And um, now you
2: work for a bank.
0: Well, the, yeah. The funny <laughs> thing is, the funny thing is that the art schools in that district are also the academic schools. So it's like all the oh. smart kids go there, and the art it's the smart art kid school. <laughs> <laughs> did, they, did they use that well okay here's a funny story when i was in high school we got our our ids issued to us and i looked at mine and i i walked back over to the vice principal and i said this says fort hayes arts and Academic high school on it and he was <laughs> like ah oh, shit and then he like, <laughs> took my id back from me had to go to like all of the other kids that he had just passed out ids to they like read like <laughs> How do you misspell uh, academic? It's the name of the school. Whoops. (laughs) And also, it's the word academic. Yeah, that's Oh, man.
2: At least it didn't spell art wrong.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) And another fun fact, if you're in the Columbus area, if you go to the CCAD campus, which is the Columbus College of Art and Design, there is a telephone pole that you can line up perfectly with their art sculpture to make it say FART. (laughs)
3: <laughs> uh, which brings us back to the father's <laughs> Against, against Rude Television
2: <laughs> So did you guys ever want to emulate People you saw on TV? Like is that Did you ever consciously do it? I'm sure we all did it as kids I have to fucking deal with it every day with my daughter
3: As as a kid I remember like I would play And I would play like movies Like yeah. pretend I was that person But I never had like Like it was never anything I've never did anything dangerous I never thought of like oh I that's so cool I'm gonna try to do that wrestling is the only thing that I think that I want like I tried to emulate and then some injuries like nothing major but it was video
2: games or stuff I mean really any sort of stimuli input like we tried to make violent booby traps when I was a kid but it was way before home alone came out like that was our own ideas Um, because we were trying to create secret bases in our backyards like when you could kind of climb through all the different neighbors' backyards. There's like a secret pathway in the middle of the block.
0: Did you ever burgle anyone? <laughs> no.
3: No, I didn't. Well, that's,
0: that's what Qbert and Dwight do. Yeah. I, they start to burgle.
3: Did you and guys? That's not
0: the same. Did you guys ever do it? I did never burgle someone? No.
3: Not burgled. No. I ha- no. Okay. I have I've a friend. A specific thing. I have I've a never f- broken and entered or like. No. Right, or so- robbed.
2: I, I, you know, the names are going to be left out to protect the guilty. But I have this friend that, like, in high school, late high school, early college, go back home for the summer, and this this might have even been before that, you know, s- south suburban suburbs in Cleveland, so, like, kind of well-to-do, not, like, mm-hmm. filthy rich, but, like, upper, upper middle class. And him and his buddy would just kind of walk around and people would leave their garages and stuff unlocked and they'd just go in and like steal beer or co- like people they didn't it, know. They just walk in I've heard similar stories from people sleep.
0: that I know that grew up in like Westlake and stuff. Yeah, it wasn't, That's, it wasn't even
2: like tools or anything. It was just like. Like
0: you take beer from the rich dude's fridge yeah. and he never notices because like, whoops, I, I guess say, I was I out. I had
2: twice, twice as much last night. I yeah. don't even remember. It's uh because you know, like where we are, it's not particularly dangerous or anything. I guess it is if you're a coyote or a fox that people think is a coyote, because then you get shot by the police. Ugh. But um, the uh, you know you still got to keep stuff kind of closed up and locked down, and you know. But you, you'll get people that root through if you leave mm-hmm. all your change in your car. There's people that'll come through and check and see if your car is unlocked and just grab it. Like it's very transgressive.
0: Why I don't leave anything, is it because of TV <laughs> I don't leave Probably. anything viewable in my car it all Never. goes inside my car is spotless
2: God that's that would be nice mine <laughs> I don't really drive either of ours very much anymore and somehow they both get full of garbage. It's not my garbage It's just like what How, where did this come
1: from? Why is there filth in here
0: Nick can attest my car is spotless oh,
1: it, yeah truly really does she detail it I, I no. think she must do it on her like lunch break. Something like that because, I mean, she came straight home from work. Didn't, I mean, she had no alone time with her car and the thing was just pristine. Mm -hmm. Do you just throw the trash out the window like when you're driving down 480 or
2: whatever?
0: Nope. No trash. What's the secret? No food in my car. Will you Um, eat in your car? Sometimes.
2: I mean, we know you won't eat McDonald's hamburgers in your car, but.
0: (laughs) One day I will get a McDonald's hamburger and I will eat it and I will take a picture of myself eating a McDonald's hamburger and I will post it to the slurmcast page i that will prove eat. to you wanted, and the listeners that i want to do it on the eat.
3: podcast and i wanted to just be silent and us staring at you as yeah. you finish oh, it. funny story <laughs> okay so that that's
0: like the the uh andy warhol eating burger king video yeah and oh, i God. i like did a project on that one time in my performance art <laughs> class
2: were you able to dovetail it sushi. in with like a uh Sexual harassment charge against your professor? No. That would have been even better.
0: Unfortunately, Same class, though. He was
2: like the original Harvey Weinstein, huh?
0: I don't know if he was that I'm bad. Sure. I don't think he ejaculated and into also- a plant, but... <laughs>
3: not even as a performance <laughs> I art I don't piece. even know I don't <laughs> We really want to get to it. JFK was probably the original Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: true. I mean I think basically every man in power
3: ever yeah. probably is yeah. Yeah. Let's go back that. to that yeah. George Washington was probably. Oh god.
2: Um the the uh god we we are getting rambly but there's been a lot of good stuff. Um The thing that I thought was interesting, when Dwight and Qbert and Tinny Tim go to rob Fry and Bender out of... They're just just robbing Bender.
0: Hey, Bender. Well... Hey, Bender. No, but
2: this is... So this is the the thing. Yes, exactly that. Fry's lying on the couch in his underwear, reading comics, and playing video games. Mm -hmm. And it made me think, like, when... When this is done and I pack everything up and I go sit on my couch and drink and have my iPhone and my iPad and a laptop and the TV going, I'm doing the same thing. Oh, yeah. That is not a new development. It's just that the the able to, and it's like, this is why I can't relax because I need so much stimulus at all. If I'm left alone with my thoughts, I go crazy.
0: The other night, uh, Nick's friend came over and the three of us were sitting in the living room with our own PlayStations and our own televisions all playing games at the same time.
2: And now you're going to have another TV. Now so I'm going to have
0: another TV, too. It's like yeah.
2: a, a bonus monitor. You I just won't have, have guest to, uh, visitors.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> Let's just plug in all the TVs when we get home and then play, God, like, every game. I want to get bill. more
1: TVs just so we can have About to. them all run. my, like, my people over. <laughs> I, I, and make it, like, one big
3: TV. The um, this don't was a Allison. This is a
2: secondary <laughs> residence of the people that I used to go... We'd do the Sunday night potlucks. um, And this is like when we'd watch the Simpsons and Futurama. So Mm -hmm. it's going way back to the beginning of of that as a series. Um, Every Sunday, we'd all get together and have a potluck dinner and watch TV. Mm -hmm. You know, the good stuff. Uh, Later on, we all lived in an apartment or an apartment building right on High Street in Columbus across from the undergraduate library. So, like, right Mm -hmm. right in the center of the shit. That was a demilitarized zone during football Saturdays. (sighs) But – they had like a there were two apartments on the one side of the building that had were like three bedroom apartments and then there were like four singles on the other so i was in one of the singles and then three of them were in one of these other long ones and they garbage picked about 20 different TVs <laughs> and they stacked them all up in the living room in front of the fireplace they call it tv mountain and, it, it, like, they'd get it all tuned into the same thing. It was just like, this is what happens when you live near a bunch of artists and there's a lot mm-hmm. of people in a transient population because there's just shit to find and then it gets repurposed. Yeah. It was awesome. I'm,
3: again, electric bill was probably completely bonkers. I've always wanted to hit a TV with a
1: sledgehammer. I like would have to be an old, old I've it, shot up TV. a TV
0: with a rifle before. What? That's That's pretty fun.
1: I've shot a TV, too, actually.
0: Yeah. There's was, like a range out in Ravenna where you can just bring your shit and they'll let you shoot it.
1: What did? How did you shoot a TV? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, well, I like. I grew up like out in the country. Um, you know, I had like gun-toting family members. Okay. You know, hey, let's let's. You know, my uncle used to come and like steal me from my mom. Like, hey, I need to borrow your son to help me with some stuff today. <laughs> and then you know I'd be like, oh great, I gotta go do chores. And then we would take me out back and we'd say, here, shoot shoot these, do this TV. So it wasn't right. like some extreme <laughs> Elvis cosplay or something. It was just. Like, can I, can I change the answer? Cause I'd rather go with that.
2: <laughs> <app>. <laughs> I, the, uh, do, have any of you ever been to Graceland?
0: Yes. I want to go.
2: It's, um, it's a little disappointing, honestly. Cause it's like, I feel like there's bigger houses on the lake, just on Edgewater and Rocky River. It's actually, really? it's opulent. And it's on a big chunk of land. That's the
3: point. It's because it's, it's Elvis's house. No, I understand. But, but that's the expect thing. You think it like it it's be Elvis's like, house. Oh, yeah. It should be
2: a massive fucking compound. Who knows yeah. how big the upstairs is? Well, you can see <laughs> from the outside. I mean, you can. It could it. be like. Bender's chest cavity. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a multi dimensional TARDIS like there. <laughs> so, like, the, the thing about it is, it's gaudy as fuck. Like, as you'd expect, for sure. But when you get down into. Um, you know, like the the jungle room, the infamous jungle room at Graceland. Mm-hmm. It's just like somebody's rec room, but it's got <laughs> like shag carpeting on the ceiling and the walls, and kind of jungly yeah, decoration. Yeah. It's not like there's anything nice. crazy about. it. It's like this is just that's like this looks like, look. like my uncle's house in the '70s.
0: It's my next design choice for my house is just shag carpeting on, on the, the ceiling.
2: ceiling. <laughs> it's really good for deadening noise. Yeah, um, that's what my house
3: needs. But when you get in the basement, and drop ceiling on your floor for sure. <laughs> because then, oh,
2: yes. then you just <laughs> <laughs> step through it <laughs> <laughs> step
3: right down.
2: like the, the whole thing about it in the basement which was like his man cave thing and it's done up. i mean it's like sort of a uh like a clockwork orange looking thing like it's a very mod sort of space mm-hmm. but it's like this was the ultimate in decadence he had three tvs and they're like 27 inch you yeah. know cathode ray tube tvs like kind of recessed into the wall so you can just see him. But you're just like, that's where he shot his TVs at. Like, this is it. (laughs) We're just like, he had, he could watch three televisions at once. I'm like, I could do that right now at any place that I'm at at any time. I could probably watch like three different video feeds on my phone at the same time because we're destroying ourselves.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, But it's like, it's, that's how far we've come. I just wish that like, I like, sh- Do you think it's better or worse to shoot like a flat screen TV versus a catheter? Or does it matter? I would,
3: wanna, I would want a big tube TV. What oh, about yeah. one of those like rear projection ones, like the big, big tubes? Would yeah. that be better? Or is that too big? Depends what kind of gun you're using, I guess. What
2: about with a sledgehammer?
3: With a sledgehammer, it has to be just, I just want like a regular tube, like CRT TV. It could even be a computer monitor.
2: I can't believe that hasn't been a theme night. At either the Spitfire or the Funhouse, because people can get hurt. We, people can get hurt when you make a washing machine tear itself apart too.
0: I mean, <laughs> Spitfire used to have the uh, Grinder Girls perform there. That was always a fun time. And the mud
2: wrestling. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's bring it up. Let's see what stuff there's can a do. place now that like you can rent a room and it's smash everything and in stuff. In it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that, we, I think we talked about that on yeah. an earlier episode.
2: It's really it's one of my dreams. We could do a remote episode there or something. We just or could you just insert breaking sound effects? We'll tell people that's what we're doing. <laughs> um, but uh, the the uh, the whole thing, like they steel bender's adult periodicals, <laughs> which are <laughs> just more schematics and stuff. But um why was he sleeping in the safe? 'Cause he sleeps in a small space. He sleeps in the uh in the closet.
0: Bender is so great that he has to sleep in a safe because he's it's Bender's loot. Bender is Bender's
2: loot. But he does he does that big about face where he's just like, I shouldn't be on TV. Like, you know, this is this is crazy. I'm awful.
0: <laughs> hey, where'd these kids get all this cool stuff? Wait a minute, this is my stuff.
3: Stealing is one of the worst and coolest crimes. I love oh. that Futurama, yeah. the show that doesn't condone the cool crime so of stealing. Oh, oh yeah!
0: <laughs> well, the professor uses his coolometer, and uh, I just like the when he gets to the the kids after they've burgled, it measures at over forty megafonzies. I know, because Fonzie is the definition of cool. So it's forty still... megafonzies is and like.
2: I mean, I would even argue at this point, like Henry Winkler is probably the definition
0: yeah, of cool. Like he
2: totally. just seems, I. How disappointed are we going to be when like whatever he's done that's terrible comes out?
0: You know what? He was very progressive because when he was getting married to Pinky Tuscadero, he didn't make her change his name and he was not, he was going to be uh, you know,
2: Fonzie Tuscadero. Fonzie
0: Tuscadero or something. <laughs> Wait. That doesn't it would be then Arthur was, Tux,
2: Tuscadero. Yeah, then there
0: was uh,
3: <laughs> like there's Pinky's, Pinky's
0: Pinky's little sister Leather Tuscadero played by Susie Quadra. Come on. It's just so cool. Yeah. I.
2: But even now, like he, it's like
0: the only thing we can know
2: about America's sweethearts is they will all disappoint us and it'll just ruin our <laughs> lives eventually. It, it's this is the age we live in. Like, because I mean, because as humans, everyone is awful. Like, I get that. We're all and it's TV's fault. Yeah. We're all terrible. It's all because of the media, real and fake and both. our parents. Yeah. Well, no, no.
0: <laughs> Who does that guy think I am?
2: <laughs> we're an exciting new mob. <laughs> which, which again, this you know this show being so prescient, where it's like, oh yeah, here's outrage. Like if they were gonna do this today, it would just be like the social media. It would be like all of them writing bad Yelp reviews to like
1: tear apart right. the TV oh, I show. Like, yeah.
0: Professor when he goes, I'm a cold blooded punk. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, fucking professor. There's I was using calm.
1: that when he takes the gun
2: away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, the answer is a gritty, in-your-face no. <laughs> it's just, it's just good, and, and anything that winds up with like the advice: turn off the TV and hit your children. <laughs> uh, you know, you can't do it anymore, and that's why we're all going to hell in, hell in a handbasket. I think. <laughs>
0: Place in some reaction shots of me and shove it on me. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that was great. my biggest laugh of the episode. <gasps> is the beat the, the, the because he's on the beach. Yeah. He's, yeah. Like drinking a, a a, yeah, he's drinking it like a cocktail on the beach. He just goes <gasps> and like the, the, the ice in the glass even kind of like tinkles yeah. as he reacts. <laughs> but it goes from Bender like on set to <laughs> Calculon on the beach. Have we?
2: Uh, determined, and I, I didn't look at this, is Calculon played by Maurice LaMarche or
3: is it uh, Fred yes. Welker? No, it's Maurice Ma- LaMarche. Because mm. he sounds very, very much like Freddy from Scooby-Doo. Yeah, no, it's definitely Maurice LaMarche. Crazy. Okay. Because I was listening to the commentary and he was doing the voice. Any gems they were...
2: on this one? Were there any deleted scenes?
3: No, no deleted scenes. Hmm. Uh, nothing really. They made a joke about how, since they knew they weren't gonna be coming back, they just blew their money on getting the rights to <laughs> songs. Because <laughs> there's another main like real song in that too. Uh, Is there when they're yeah it's uh, when they're having the party like when Kubert and Dwight are having the party.
2: Oh yeah, I didn't um, notice the first party or the second party when they the have second
3: the one of- when when all the cops are there. Off. Yeah, that's when they, when they come in and it's like what's going on and cool. Interesting. Coolometer.
2: Um, overall, and this is one of the few episodes that I end up watching twice. Uh, I like this one a lot. I thought it was pretty good. Um, definitely one of the stronger. And and even like the story, the story is kind of dumb and cliched. I think, but like there's so many good like quick jokes in there. Mm-hmm. It was a fun time. Um, I don't know. This is this is a good one. We keep skirting around the one that we have to do. It's just,
1: it's going to be brutal. Yeah. What did you think about this one, Nick? I I thought it was like, uh, I mean, I, you, what you said about the, it being a cliche, I kind of felt like that was like intentional, um, you know, because it's such a, you know, it's just back to the same kind of thing that I was referring to before where, you know, you have um, like a re- recurring problem that keeps, the you know, the America just keeps ignoring or the yeah. world just keeps ignoring. And, uh, you know, we all go back to our, uh, thing, and I th- kind of felt like that was sort of tying in with that theme of
2: mm-hmm.
1: there's a problem, we're just going to slap a band-aid over it. And that's and or not Very at all. clear at, at the end all.
0: when he says, oh, should we turn off the TV? And the professor says, depends on what's on.
1: Nothing. Fry goes,
0: nothing good. He says, oh, let's just keep watching. <laughs> yeah. Like, the whole episode was turn off the TV, and you know what? In the end, no one turns off the TV. And this is like 15
2: years before the 24 hour outrage cycle. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just it It's almost one of those things where like the shit that you really should be getting outraged about doesn't i mean people do obviously, and there's no shortage of it any anymore these days. It's like we could probably we could all probably get online right now and find three new things <laughs> to get outraged about separately, uh-huh. you know like just all all of a sudden, but like you know that misdirect where it's like I just. Uh, you know we've talked about this some before, but just the whole uh, like baseball logo thing, and it's like I don't um, I don't understand being so caring about anything inconsequential that much to be upset right. about it. Really, I agree. I, and I, I'm I'm saying that is like get rid of it because who cares? It, it, it like I'd say the same thing if you're like well, okay. We're gonna change the symbol for for Christianity from a cross to uh, Buddy Jesus. an octopus or Buddy Jesus or whatever. <laughs> it's just like a, whatever, you know. It's like let's go change the American flag because like, it doesn't it doesn't matter. So it's ultimately, it's you know the the symbolism and whatever it it actually stands for, as far as you're concerned, is just what you project onto it. So right. it could be anything because it's only gonna have as much import as you give it. That being said, I'm looking at you now and thinking: Was your uncle actually Elvis? <sighs> you got me.
0: Oh no! Why did you not tell me before?
2: <laughs> you probably could have gotten you into Graceland. for I do. Free. I, don't I like do to write his coat. real quick,
3: do you think they should just change the national anthem to? Uh, Baby got back. I love this bar, by Toby <laughs> Keith.
2: Mm. What about the grill, What about songs. the grill part? The grill part. The grill part the grill what because his chain of restaurants oh. and this this is toby keith the giant ewok we're talking
3: about i don't know he has that song called i love this bar but right he's got he's got an ewok mouth he might no ewok he does mouth. he does if you
2: yeah you know okay I, yeah okay. No, i know yeah. okay i get it now um but he has a chain of restaurants called i love this bar and grill they were supposed to put one in the flats i think or maybe they are you know in one of those spots it was like it's oh, going to yeah, be in yeah, Margaritaville and then it's, it's like let's find a tacky ass chain restaurant to slap downtown in a prettiest area full of shitty people it's called we... progress
3: brad paisley's <laughs> clams and crabs <laughs> that's a massage
1: parlor <laughs> oh no <laughs> Do they have lunch specials or (laughs) just chowder
3: (laughs) 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 or a very filthy strip joint?
2: Oh, Mm -hmm. he seems too wholesome for that. Fantastic guitar player though. Um, wow. The time just flew, didn't it? Um, do we have any
0: other final departing thoughts? Do you have anything else you want?
1: Do we steamroll you over anything? Uh, no, no. Uh, I think uh, most of the points I had were either brought up already uh, that I, you know, or the they connection. were stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. How about this question? Here's <laughs> a question that we'll ask
0: sometimes. If you could pick a character to do a spinoff, who would you pick?
1: Oh, hands down the professor. Really? Uh, yeah. I, I think that's the first time. That's a new said one. That. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, literally. He's 90% of the reason I watched the show. Would I, it
0: be young professor? Like mom era?
1: No, no. I want him older. I want him more senile.
0: Huh. Interesting. Oof. Man. You know, I, uh, just as a related
2: note to that, one of the things that I loved about this episode was there was about a half dozen inst- inst- instances of the professor's being like, what? Like, like <laughs> with his exaggerated, Whoa, Whoa, like that, there was something about that was really like getting to me today. It was yeah. it was good, but there was a lot of those. That's a, That's an interesting take because in some ways... You know he is kind of the wacky neighbor so to speak on this or or maybe oh this was news radio was on before this and it's not like there hasn't been crazy bosses but he's like a jimmy james kind oh. of character
1: right yeah i love how he just kind of like comes in uh and guess what here's what we're doing and yeah nobody can fight him on it because he's the boss he's the boss and yeah you're probably gonna die but just roll it's all right
2: it. i i've got an army of people behind you that will fill your spot so don't worry about that <laughs> the, the company
1: <laughs> right. will thrive either way right his his like mad scientist like insanity is just uh, you know it's just so great to me i I'd, I'd, I'd really love to see them like, that keep could be that be fun
2: i wonder if they did more podcast episodes if they could will this into being like the offshoot episode where we get the Joey
0: mm-hmm.
2: of Futurama, but you could change it around each time. Make it good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Make it good, unlike Joey, because that show—I don't know. Did it, someone just told me that show got two seasons? Was it Claire? No. Well, Someone's, someone. Someone the other way. I brought it up. probably
2: watched all of it hmm. because my ex-wife oh, liked it.
0: Man, that show was, was like bad. It was
2: item 199 on the one ninety nine. Let's turn one of the most interesting
0: characters into the least interesting character.
2: Hmm. This is a whole thing
0: I'd rather watch a spinoff about Chandler Everyone would, come on <laughs>
2: <laughs> What would it be called?
0: <laughs> Bing, I don't know
1: oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, Is there anywhere Do you want people to be able to find you on the internet? Um, well, only if they're trying to get a hold of my uh, uncle so. Oh. <laughs> well, you can be
2: a gatekeeper
1: And, and monetize <laughs> that Oh, that's a
2: good idea. Yeah, it's a, it's it's all about monetization, but uh, you know any any social media accounts or anything for people to follow. No particular shout outs If
0: you uh, if you want to <laughs> rent a U-Haul, head to the uh, Sunoco on uh, Detroit yeah. and say hi to Nick McInnes.
1: I do rent U-Hauls. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make people bring them back? Does that be another good way? To I've them. always Sometimes. had to
0: bring them back. Yeah,
1: I like I to know. charge people for that. <laughs> oh,
2: charge them double. Yeah. Um,
3: Well, we can be found at slurmcast.com with www before it. That's right. Um,
2: We can be emailed at slurmcastpod at gmail.com. We can be found on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram at slurmcastpod. You can rate and review us on iTunes. You can call... Text or turn around because we're right there. Ah, <laughs> multimedia yeah. message sure. us pictures of things or videos at 216 438 1077. These are all, it's been a long time. I'm trying to remember everything. Yeah, so, that's right?
3: yeah, that's correct.
2: Uh, I think that's it. So it's uh, it's the end of another fascinating episode, and we will talk to you again soon. Bye,
0: bye, bye. Hello. <laughs>